everybody. <laughs> welcome. Um, welcome to Hey Chums, an unauthorized Shark Tank podcast. I'm Alyssa. I'm Sylvie. And I think this is our 10th episode. This is our 10th episode. Wow. Fitting that we're both losing our goddamn I minds. know. I know. Well, we, you know what? We always said if we can get to 10 episodes, then we're allowed to lose our minds. And what a journey. And I just want to give a shout out to the listeners. It's really, it's all about you guys. Mm-hmm. We do it for the fans. So too many to name. I can't go through all 27 of you uh, at this time, <laughs> but we really do appreciate your support. And we have some fun stuff being cooked up. I just want to say yeah. we got some guests that are going to be on um, in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned because we're doing we're doing fun stuff. Yeah. This was a fun episode. We had a good crew. We had Sylvie's how should I put this? My husband and my wife yes, are here. Yes, exactly. Yeah, your your secondary mm. Shark Tank crush and your mm-hmm. primary Shark Tank crush. Emma Greed from Skims and Good American as our guest shark. And then we've got The Cube, we've got Lori, we've got Kevin, and we've got Robert. This is a good squad. I like Emma. Emma can hang. And she's just, she's beautiful. She's smart. She, she's yes. And her well voice- Oh, oh my god. Like, like she just has the most like beautifully like British melodic voice. Yeah, I love her. I bought a pair of a uh, good American jeans last weekend. So Ooh. Fit like a glove. Just speaking of that, uh because I know we said to everyone that we were going to get the bra. Um what was the name of that bra? <laughs> oh god. It's called like the brave bra. The big boob bra. The big boob bra. <laughs> Sylvie and I were so sold on it. We mm-hmm. said we were both going to go right to the website after this and buy a pair for ourselves. And listeners, we tried. And behave. We, we behave, behave. Yeah. We went to the website <laughs> and neither of our sizes were available in behave. In fact, no sizes were available no. almost in behave, which is she, great. I mean, great she, for her. So yeah. So I just don't want anyone to think that we don't commit when we say we're going to do something. We did attempt to do the thing that we promised we would do. And I think that that's good enough. We Yes, we tried our hardest. And on that note, mm-hmm. getting into our first product in. here, uh, we've got Umaro Protein Company. We've got Beth and Amanda from Berkeley. They walk in absolutely synchronized, mm-hmm. each wearing um, kind of like a, a black onesie. It was Rosie the Riveter-esque. Yeah. So Beth and Amanda uh, have Umara Protein Company. They're looking for a whopping 500K for 2%. So they kind of go into the history of Umara, which is that one of them got a grant to see if there was a way to to have, you know, create much more sustainable food ecosystems using seaweed, which is incredibly sustainable because it doesn't take up any land. It doesn't have the crazy harmful emissions of the animal protein industry. Um, and 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 realized pretty quickly that there's a lot of protein in seaweed and that there was maybe going to be a way to turn certain kinds of seaweed into uh, plant-based protein um, akin to like your impossibles and your your beyonds. Yep. One of them, they're both against factory farming animals, which like honestly, who isn't? Even yeah, if you I mean, eat meat. Very, you know, very standard. So their whole bet for this is they've made this bacon out of seaweed. Yep. And they're pretty insistent that it tastes just as good as the real thing. And it looks really good. Like it visually, it I would say yeah. it looked very appealing. Like almost like a prosciutto thinness. Right, right. And so uh, they, of course, give samples to all of the sharks. <laughs> and that's when it really takes a nosedive. This is when it goes. First, my first warning sign, my little like antenna went up when one of them said like, whether you like your bacon soft or crispy. And I thought, who likes a soft bacon? 
Who um, doesn't like a crispy bacon? Um, hello, I'm raising my hand. What? I love a soft bacon. Why would oh. crispy bacon? It's like why, let's take all of the deliciously flavored smoky fat on bacon and just sear it off. I would so much rather just like chew on some soft, oh. delicious bacon. You are a pervert, my friend, <laughs> because that is the most disgusting thing I've ever. I feel sick. I'm on a registry for uh, chewy bacon lovers. <laughs> crisp mine to the point of burning it like bake it eight times i want it to crumble into dust in my mouth there's very few things that i prefer crispy anyway you know agree to disagree agree to disagree well i'll tell you one person who disagrees his name is robert and he takes one bite of the soft bacon and he spits it out which is never a good sign (laughs) he doesn't even like spit it out he just like lets it fall out of his mouth (laughs) i i accidentally one time um i was at a friend's like dinner party and someone broke a glass on the on the table and a piece of glass somehow got mm. into like the hummus or something and I took a bite of that once we'd all thought it was cleaned up and the second I realized it was glass I just kind of like plopped it out of my mouth the exact same way that Robert did so they gave them like sandwiches as well they kind of give them the bacon with varying amounts of crisp for again the perverts who like a soft bacon like a present and so everyone agrees like okay this like tastes pretty good yeah Mark Mark is the biggest fan, which makes sense because he's probably had consumed. He's a huge like alternative. Yeah, you know, meat. Loves, loves an alt meat. Loves an alt meat. The other thing though that they said is that the bacon in front of them was like pretty much all of the bacon that they have made as a company. It was a prototype. <laughs> I mean, they're coming in asking for $500,000 for 2% and they have no sales. And I will say they do have patents pending, which like sure, differentiates sure, sure, sure. it from a K-I-T-T-F-M. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like Robert says today it's not worth $25 million and he's out because like what they're really arguing is like our product's worth it because it tastes so good. And he's right. like, Right. And Robert's like, good. I just spat out your product. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, Kevin came in with an offer. Uh, I wasn't necessarily expecting them to get an offer from anyone because honestly, I, like I've had um, that shiitake bacon that by Chloe sells. Yep, with their mac and cheese, and it's pretty good. So it's, it feels like like there are other people like trying to do bacon out there, but but clearly Kevin sees the value um, because he offers five hundred k for eight percent, which I was like really surprised by. I was also surprised, and it made me think that this is one of those situations where for time they cut some like interesting stuff yeah. that was pretty like yeah. pretty big about the business. I, I I bet you're right. The entrepreneurs ask Kevin if he would do a million dollars for 8%. And then Cube Swoop, Mark Cuban, just hops in and says, I do that deal. And I was like, am I an idiot? Do do you think that Mark invests in other companies outside of when he's in Shark Tank? Because like for him to just like drop, like to offer to drop a million dollars is just like, it's just crazy that anyone could do that. I mean, his net worth, hold on, let me check it. He's worth $4.7 $4.7 billion. Sylvie just has a, a ticker in her <laughs> in her office of just Mark Cuban's network. Oh, my God. Also, he's 63. He looks great. Why am I so attracted to this man? Lori comes in mm. really pushing the women in tech angle, which I get. Pushing, I mean, she really was setting herself up for embarrassment there because she's like, three badass women. We're going to take on the world together. I know that we can do it together. And then they're like, Mark, would you go to 7%? And he's like, yep. And they're like, okay, we're going to go with Mark. <laughs> 
And it was like, woof. I, I know. Lori, to me, I got to say, she's a bit of a pink washer. And by that, I mean mm-hmm. she's someone who like when the shoe fits, when it is like advantageous to her to be like girl power, women, feminism, she's like, we're I'm just one of the girls. Like I believe in women. And like I'm not saying she doesn't, but she always trots that out like to try to go up against the guys. And I'm like, Barbara, I think almost actually is a little bit – has a deeper – emotional connection to certain women. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Lori is the pink big pen of <laughs> investors. <laughs> yes, so that's perfect. That's perfect. I also <laughs> laughed at her like trying to pretend that she was like the popper to like boss cube at the end of it. She was like, oh, you know, I just didn't have enough money. So of course, Richie, Richie Mark gets the deal. And she was like chalking it up to like the fact that like she doesn't have as much money as Mark, which is just like hysterical. <laughs> I was like, you're not going to like play like that. You're the people's shark here. Uh, right before the break, we get a recap of the nightcap, which is that cute little scrunchy thing that turns into a thing you put over your drink so that you don't get your drink spiked. Um, it's a cute product. It's I'm, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for them, too. I couldn't tell. I was like, I don't remember. Are these people dating or siblings? I think they're siblings. Okay, that's good because they I have think the they're same siblings. Things. Yes. <laughs> also, <she's laughs> also, she says that it came to her in a dream. I wrote that down, too. That's the only thing I wrote down from that. I was like, damn, can I sign up for that dream? <laughs> and they're like, we're killing it in the UK because they have a bunch of date rapes over there. And I was I like, totally holy know. shit. That was so. But, you know, good. It's a good product. Um. So yeah, should we take a quick break? Let's do it. I'm worried about Connor, our next entrepreneur. I am too. I'm I'm the number one thing that I'm taking from this is that I'm worried for him. Our next segment is uh, with an entrepreneur named Connor from Missouri who is seeking $500,000 for 10% of his company called Fort. And Fort is essentially just a bunch of like couch-like cushions that stick together with magnets so that you can make a couch cushion fort without destroying or sacrificing your couch cushions, your pillows, etc. Um, it's really cool. It's like a cute, it makes like a cute little house when you put it all together. Yeah, and he definitely has like, I don't know how to say this other than just dad energy. Like, such dad energy. Such yeah. dad energy. He's COVID dad energy. He's a t-shirt that says save the couch. He's really yeah. enthusiastic. Also, I really liked that at the beginning, we start with a very rare production call out yeah, for everyone to was, settle. I liked yeah. that. I, they were they were sort of setting it up for the sharks to be surprised. They set up this the, the actual f- uh, fort using the fort cushions, and it turned out that he was inside of it. And so, you know, <laughs> they do the call of like, "Oh, settle, um, ready to roll," and then he like pops out of the fort and like scares everyone a little bit, <laughs> like like a, like a stripper cake. <laughs> <laughs> Which yes, exactly, exactly like a stripper cake. But I, it, you have to wonder, like, did they build the fort with him in it and then bring the sharks in? Because if so, so, how long before his pitch was he sitting inside that cushion fort? I can almost guarantee that's how it happened. <laughs> so he has a background as a marketer, and which I think is very apparent. You can he, feel it. Yeah. You can feel it. And he started a Kickstarter, was like how this thing kind of took off, was he started a Kickstarter, he got crazy interest, crazy fast, and then like in the actual – fulfilling of the orders and the production like that's when things start to fall apart yeah he um you know he brought in a partner 
who came in, I think, at 5%, but has the option to go up to 40%, which really creeped out the sharks. Mm -hmm. Originally, he was selling it at for $269, and then he had to up the price to $499. $499. Which begs the question, how much does a couch cost? At that point, should you just get a couch? Just Why don't you just get a second couch? My other thing is like, I think I built a lot of forts when I was little. And (laughs) (laughs) part of the fun of that is like using random things and getting creative with it. And being like, oh, we don't have this perfect shape. Oh, but we could use this chair to put a towel off of. And how are we going to hang this? Like, I don't know. I think that's kind of the fun of it. And where are you storing this also? That's, that is the number one thing that I said. The first thing that I wrote down, which is where are you supposed to store this? Again, Sylvie, this is not a product for you or I. We don't have room for this. Us apartment people, no. It's yeah. not for us. I, I, As he goes along and sort of speaks really very candidly and openly about some of the mistakes he's made along the way in terms of the production process and distribution, um, I... I wrote, is Connor holding on by a thread? Yeah. Could you sense that? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like he screams into those pillows a lot. He does. And we we soon learned that. So he sold like $2 million worth of product in two hours when they started. They've mm-hmm. sold $4.5 million to date. But he's burned almost all of that cash, <laughs> which like, how? <laughs> Rough. And again, that investor can get 40% of the company, nearly half of the company, if they reach $30 million in sales. And Emma points out that in addition to those two scary things, they don't know how many returns they'll have because they haven't been able to actually create and ship most of the orders. Yeah. And so like Lori's reluctantly out. Emma's out. Everyone is kind of sadly out. Robert likes it. He's like, I like it. I'm a dad. Oh my God. Fucking Robert. We get it. You're a dad. Uh, (laughs) Robert's a dad. We get it. (laughs) Um, And he's like, I'm trying to find a reason to support you on this. And then he just couldn't get his way there, which I don't, I don't blame him. I, I, I hope if nothing else, this, there, there's a little bit of a Shark Tank bump for Connor here because yeah. I am legitimately worried about him. And frankly, all of the sharks seem genuinely worried about him as well. They, they, he's they so do. sad. Connor does shed a tear at the end yeah. after he's left. He, and it He got emotional. It's devastating. And Mason it, said... <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hear the Mason take. Mason said, don't forget to stop by Crafty on your way out. <laughs> You know what? The nuts are the most expensive ones, Connor. Pocket those. And like a protein bar, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The protein bars, too. Stock up. Anyone, if you're ever on a set, guys, uh, you can just raid that table. No yeah, one's no gonna one cares. Get mad at you. That's no a really cares. good life hack that people don't know. They're yeah. like, oh, someone's paying attention to how much crap. I'm only no. allowed one snack because I'm one person. No. No. No one gives a shit. So, yeah, stuff your pockets. Sorry it didn't work out, Connor, Sorry, Connor. and Fort. Um, we wish yeah. you the best. We really do. Up next, we have another tank test from Ralph Hashemi Arend, uh, and we have a very special little stinger, uh, courtesy of our friend Nate Flax. So, Nate, thank you so much for this, and um, yeah, let's let's roll the tape. Tank test. Tank test. Tag test. Tag test. Tag test. 
Hey, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? You got Ralph Hashemi Aaron here with the tank test. This week, we've got Pan's Jerky. Comes to us from contestant Michael Pan. Are we, do we call people going to the Shark Tank contestants? Anyway, entrepreneur Michael Pan. Uh, he seems like, like he's going to cry at the beginning, um, but then after a few moments, immediately screams jerky. Uh, he talks the history of jerky. It seems like he's hiding something. It's clear he's hiding something. He even calls that out. He's going on and on about jerky and jerky attributes. They eat it. This is when he reveals his big, you know, his big secret. It's not meat. It's mushrooms. It's Pan's mushroom jerky. Here's my question. Uh, I always wonder this. Uh, do they make sure the sharks aren't allergic to whatever the hidden ingredient is when people do these food pitches where they hide the ingredient? Like, do the producers know? I assume the producers know what each of the sharks is allergic to, but is there ever a chance that someone's going to reveal that it's garbanzo beans and Mark Cuban is going to die on camera? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Michael Pan, he wants 300k for 10% equity. He's got sales, but nobody's blown away by it. It's between Mark and Lori, and Mark gets it. It's because of the taste. For the tank, the product tastes great. Let's find out how it tastes for the tank test. A true metric. Okay, so this thing is $9 a pack for 2.2 ounces. Um, on the show, they have piles of it in front of the packs, and it just looks like shit. Uh, here we go. Opening the package. Nice package. There's a, one of these salt things in here, so you know they mean business. Do not microwave. Okay. The packet. So the packet says don't microwave. Um, the little salt packet inside. Okay, here. Mushroom jerky. Oh, Michael Pan's. Stories on the back. Okay. Okay. It doesn't taste like beef jerky. I mean, it's good. But it doesn't taste like beef jerky. Is it healthy? Um, I don't know, Michael. I want to give this a good review because you're a good guy, but I don't know, man. Okay, Tank doesn't like that. Tank Test doesn't like that. To be clear, the Tank Test does not like that. Sorry, Michael. Your mushroom jerky is not for me. Maybe some of the other flavors might be, but I'm going to have to give that four replacement ingredients out of a possible 300, which is just not... Score. Ugh. Don't like it. Okay, so let's look at the ingredients. Shiitake mushrooms. I don't know why I'm going through these ingredients. I didn't like it. I'm sorry, Michael. I'm just trying. I'm trying. I'm. I'm drawing this out. Um. Do I recommend it? The answer is no. Oh, I'm sorry, Michael. I like you. That's it for this week's tech test, <laughs> guys. We'll see you next week with a product I'm very excited for, uh, in which I will shave part of my beard for the tank test. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Sylvie, you want to talk to us about Erica and her amazing company, No Limits? Yes. Okay. So I'm obsessed with this woman and this I product. I love her. I love Erica. Like, she's beautiful. She's confident. She's kind. So Erica from Iowa City, she's looking for a 100K investment for 6% of No Limits. And that's limits like limits. Limb. 
L-I-M-B-I-T-S. <laughs> Limbits. Limbits. Because uh, this is an adaptive clothing brand. So she was basically in an accident and she lost her leg. And she wanted something that fit her prosthetic. She found that, you know, trying to put on regular pants, like it would, it was really hard for her to get them on. And then mm-hmm. like her prosthetic limb would tear or rip them. And it was just not a good situation. She, and she so was she, saying, she was saying that every time that she had to adjust her prosthetic, which, you know, happens throughout the day, she would have to fully undress. Which is insane. So yeah. this adaptive clothing has like hidden zippers, special materials. Uh, they're really designed for people with all sorts of differing abilities um, to put them on. They even have like special fabrics uh, for people with sort of like sensory overload issues, mm-hmm. which I think is great. So it's not even just like physical, you know, disabilities uh, or people who have had like amputations or or limbs lost. It's for a lot of different kinds of people who just have issues with regular clothing. And, and Erica is just so impressive. I mean, she started, oh. she made her first $23,000 with her sewing machine. She just, she saw a problem. She experienced a problem. She solved her own problem. And then people caught wind. She was in this accident in 2018. And she's oh. already like this wildly successful young entrepreneur. Like and? if I lost a leg in 2018, I would still be like on the couch Sobbing yes. and watching Netflix. Like, yes. M- like sulking. A hundred percent. And on top of that, she was on track to be a plutonium, plutonium. chemist. <laughs> she was working at – in the lab. Like she got an offer to work at like – what what was it? Los Alamos? Like some um, Yeah, Los Alamos. Some crazy, you know, prestigious lab. And then she couldn't do that anymore because she tried to mm-hmm. work in the lab and she – was on crutches and she couldn't stand up and it was uncomfortable and it was a safety hazard. So Mm -hmm. this woman has not only lost a leg, she has lost the career that she has worked so hard for. I I would have self-victimized forever and ever and ever. And this woman instead is like, you know what? Here's a problem I'm having. Other people are having it too. I'm going to fucking do something about it. She researches the market, realizes there's a huge market. You can Mm -hmm. also put patents on it because it's like a medical device. She recognizes that she's selling right now to consumers, but she has this whole plan of like most people uh, with disabilities talk to their healthcare providers about, you know, how to get clothing that fits them. So I want to start selling to like healthcare companies, hospitals, social workers, all that good stuff. It's just amazing. She she is T to B top to bottom, (laughs) like just a brilliant, brilliant mind. And unsurprisingly, Emma and Mark jump in on an offer. This is one of like the quickest I've ever seen to to an offer. Yep. Um they they offer they actually double the they double the equity that she's asking for. Mm-hmm. They say, "Okay, we'll go in, we'll put in $100,000 for 12%," which felt a little like cheap <laughs> to me. On, I was like, "Come on. Come on. Come on. You're you're really like she's this amazing and you're I get it that you're two sharks, but like $100,000 and you're demanding 12%. Like, come on. Um, and she asks if they'll go down to 10%. And they do. And they do. Yeah. She also says something really – I almost like started crying where Erica goes, I need this to work because I need what happened to me to mean something. Uh. And I was like uh. – and it was at that point that I wrote down, if they don't give her money, I'll hunt them all down and kill them. I'll kill yes. them all. 
I was like, I will raise the money for you, Erica. I was thinking that. I was like, God, like, how hard would it be to scrounge around and find that kind of money for her? I Your mean, tactic is like, is like, how can I scrounge $100? And mine is like, I'll kill everyone. I will murder anyone who doesn't hands. give you the money. <laughs> Listen, that's, you know, very reflective of the two of us. And then <laughs> Mark does a rare moment of Mark criticism for me at the end. He's like, that's capitalism, baby. Like, Ugh, that's God. the good side of capitalism. Stop it, Mark. We can we can do good things. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I know. <laughs> like, it, it people little, are living in tents like, Mark, on every corner it. in Los Angeles. Like you need to excuse yourself from, from did you this have, aspect did of the you conversation. Have to, did you have to taint it with that little I know. comment? Come like on, Mark, buddy. you're a billion like it frankly, if you a multi-billionaire, are a billionaire, you are exploiting capitalism it's not your fault no but you don't get to 4.3 billion dollars without without fucking other people in some way the the one other thing i wanted to call out is that emma mentions that skims is a sponsor of the olympics who was wearing skims at the olympics (laughs) i was like what she's like skims is a sponsor of the olympics and the paralympics who is wearing shapewear when they're competing in an Olympic event. I wonder if it is a compression type thing, if they oh. have for like traveling or oh. to put under your uniform, especially if it's like, I don't know, like a winter Olympic situation or mm. maybe. I don't know. People sometimes will like smooth things out under unflattering unis but it's really sad that we feel like we need to do that yeah especially at the highest level at the at a global scale i mean anyway i i, I just thought it was funny <laughs> it really. is funny it's- just in, imagining like an olympic athlete being like oh gotta put my shapewear on atkins sponsoring the olympics <laughs> <laughs> good we feel good about this one though overall oh, absolutely this thrilled. was such a such a feel good mm-hmm. should we take a quick break yeah let's take a quick break Don't let anyone cut you off, including <laughs> <Ever>. me. <laughs> All right, I'll start running the Zencaster. That is definitely not our company's nope. account. We, it's coming out of our pockets. We pay our- for this. So I, I got to say, up next is my least favorite segment of the day. I mean, it was interesting. It was interesting. I'll, was I'll, it? I'll give him that. It, it was because it really, I don't know, it sparked a lot of like thought in me about <laughs> what it is to have like a premium underwear product. Hmm. Okay. So we have Casey and Brie, who introduces herself as Casey's best friend, which like, Brie, no, this is your platform. Like, you don't got to be Casey's best friend. Just be (laughs) Brie. So we have Casey and her best friend, Brie, who are seeking $300,000 for 15% of their company called Apollo Performance, which is very high-end, well-built compression socks for your everyday which I just think like Sylvie, like what kismet that finally on a on a global stage like this that you and I get to talk about compression socks. Uh, Alyssa, can you just walk us through briefly your experience with my compression socks? Y- yes, I would love mm-hmm. to. So uh, a number of years ago, I was headed to a shoot in South Africa and Zambia. And it was, we were flying, we flew to Atlanta and then we flew from Atlanta jo- to Johannesburg. And that's a long flight. How many hours is it? Like it 15 was, or Yeah, it was like 15. It was something yeah. like 15 hours. Um, so it was a longie. Uh, and I don't want to have blood clots or pulmonary edema. 
Uh, and Sylvie mentioned that she had a pair of compression socks when we were both living in New York. She had a For pair of compression socks. To Tokyo. Right. But I right, also right. was like, I do not want a blood clot. I'm mm-hmm. sitting in a plane for 16 hours. Let me buy yeah. these. And then I immediately was like, oh, I'm never going to use these again. <laughs> I mean, they are not the cutest socks. <laughs> They're so ugly. But so, so I borrowed Sylvie's compression socks, which were wonderful. And, and can you describe them a little? Like, oh, how, yeah. how far up do they go? They go right about just under the knee. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like a gray horizontal stripe, uh, like a like a granny sock. Um, I liked wearing them, but um, you know they're the kind that like you know they're obviously meant to dig into you. So when you take them off, you have like a sock imprint on your <laughs> yes. flesh for like six hours afterwards. Um, so not a, not the cutest look. Uh, however, on that trip, uh, the airline <laughs> lost my luggage. And so, as you can imagine, I only had the clothes on me to wear for one week until they found my stuff. I was It was in Africa for two weeks. And for one week, I was living off of whatever clothes I could scrounge from the other people around me. And I had one pair of socks, and they were Sylvie's compression socks. And it was hot in Zambia. In it was 100 hot. degrees in Zambia. And I am wearing <laughs> knee-high compression socks air day for a week, watching them in the sink at the end of the day, just praying that they would dry in time, The next, like begging the hotel to do a load of laundry with one shirt and one pair of socks like every other day. I, in my darkest moments sometimes, <laughs> when I, I just need a little boost of serotonin, I just picture you in Zambia in <laughs> – like shorts and a light tank and my you, giant compression socks. You had no sympathy for me because I was like texting you the whole time. I was like, oh my God, just lo- they, they lost my luggage. I got no sympathy from you. You were dying laughing, laughing the entire time. Way too hard to feel. To be like, oh no, I'm sorry. Like I was so like. So tickled by it. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Guess what? <laughs> You're not going to be hitting up the Target in Zambia. No, no you're not going to be running not. to a Walmart, okay? Nope. But it really did um, familiarize myself with with compression socks, which is what Casey and her best friend Bree are here to sell. Uh, they're very sorority rush. They kind of coordinate their movements mm-hmm. in their pitch. Well, they're both they were both dancers, and that was the inspiration for a sock that. Um, it treats your foot a lot better and helps prevent injuries. I mean, and and the socks look really comfortable and and they give the sharks all um socks to try on they all ooh and ah when they put them on robert orgasms like i (laughs) have never seen anyone react to a product the way that robert reacted to that no shark has ever looked more like a hobbit than robert with these like ankle high black socks and his his pants hiked up like dancing around the tank i love to hate it yeah, uh, yeah. They're they say they're for dancers. My mom was a dancer. She has had like three foot surgeries. Mm-hmm. I should actually tell her. You know, and I'm going to write this down. I should you should. I mean, she is the target this. audience for this. She is because guess what? It's a forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's clear that the sock is incredibly comfortable. It's got like toe pad support. It's got arch compression. It's doing everything that the best sock in the whole world would do. And all of them are, are are really impressed with it. And they're impressed with their sales. And then, yeah, the entrepreneurs drop that their socks cost around $30 to $40 a pair. And also, they're impressed with their sales when they say they've done $4.1 million, But that's since they launched. And they launched in 2016. And mm-hmm. Emma had the mm-hmm. same feeling I did, which was like, you have the market appetite right. for it. You have the product being made. Like, what can I do for you? 
my thing is like, you know how you have like your your like your nice underwear that you kind of like plan around like in your schedule. You like plan oh. which day you're going to wear your nice underwear. Absolutely. I don't want to have to do that with a nice sock. Like I don't no. want to be like, oh, which is the day that I get to wear my $40 socks? Yeah, it's you can't have seven of them. Like no, I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not even gonna get two. What am I gonna spend eighty dollars on two pairs of socks? <laughs> I'm gonna. They're definitely gonna get lost in the dryer at some point. It's a tough sell. Kevin is out, which surprised me because I could see him. Yeah. doing some sort of psycho royalty. Like da da da. Mark reveals the cube reveals that he used to be a folk dancer. Yes, and that, that was he amazing. Taught dance in college, which. Very comfortable with himself. A man who can dance comfortable with himself. And I like that. But he's out. And I think it's because he's just like bored of a sock. I laughed at Lori dance-splaining the sock to the people who designed it. She's like, yes, the toe pad provides, you know, pressure support. (laughs) And the arch compression allows for it to create a higher arch for you. And I'm like, who are you saying this to? Lori's a huge fan. She says, I think I can help, which means she's about to give them a bitch of an offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, she offers 300K for 25%. They make the weakest counter offer at 20% I've ever oh, heard. It, like, bleh. Do you think maybe possibly you could do 20% instead? It sounded like it sounded like me when I was grounded in high school asking my mom to like use the car. If you're going to counter, you need to actually feed her new information that's going to give her a reason to bring that equity down. And they just didn't. They were just like, uh, can you go lower? Or, yes, it's it's so funny. Once again, the way our brains think about this differently. You are like, they need to prove that their product is better. My brain was like, they need to make her think (laughs) that they're going to walk away. They need to make her think that they're going to find Lori at her car after the show's done taping and that they're going to beat Lori with a crowbar if she doesn't go down to 20%. They need to just make her think that, like, they're not so fucking desperate. Like, (laughs) 101. Yeah. Look, if anyone out there is like, Pitching something or asking for a raise or asking someone on a date, confidence is your number one thing Mm -hmm. that you need Mm -hmm. to fake it till you make it, baby. I think the issue is, because spoiler alert, Lori sticks to 25, is that they make it very clear in the interview afterwards that Lori was who they were going after for this. That's true. They got too excited. It reminds me of being in a sorority rush for like one of the bottom sororities (laughs) where you're kind of like (laughs) – they seem really nice. They do seem nice. They're crying afterwards. And the bottom sororities are really nice too. But, you know, they are beta. (laughs) So much shade. They're just – So much shade. I'm just telling you like it is. They lack like a power. They lack a confidence that someone else may have. I think even Erica had like a very alpha energy about her. A soft alpha energy. Very soft, yes. So, okay, since we've come to the end of our show, what product are you a customer of? Mm. I tell you what I'm not a customer of is Fort because I don't have space for a couch's worth of couch cushions. I agree. That's I'm knocking that off the list. Like uh, I'm not no limits because I'm actually pretty okay yeah. with clothing. You, yeah, you 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 got them. You got you got all four. I like to wear things that are mostly sack shaped anyway, <laughs> so that's so fine. It's really easy to slip in and out. <laughs> I'll tell you what's adaptive clothing. I'm already wearing it. It's just not called that. It's a a large shirt. A tent of a shirt. <laughs> that goes to my knees. I want to try that Umaro bacon. Yes. I'm disappointed that the chewy version is not – is spit out a bowl. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Listen. You make me sick. We're we're never going to come to an accord on this, Sylvie. We'll I never split a BLT. I would argue chewy bacon. No. We never – well, and you know why. It's because I don't eat tomatoes. 
<gasps> That's another thing I love tomatoes. Mm-hmm. You know? I might go umaru bacon. Uh, those socks though. You're going for. I know. I, I really knew it. want those I socks. <laughs> you were gonna go for the socks. Listen, you gave. This is your fault. You gave me a taste for the compression sock, <laughs> and now I want more, baby. I'd love to if you could just text a picture to me after everyone this, just everyone great. just picture me for five days in <laughs> black leggings, knee high compression socks, mm-hmm. sneakers, and a large size red T-shirt, <laughs> bright red T-shirt for five days. Yeah, no problem. And Connor, uh, we do hope that you're doing Connor, okay. Connor, really. Yeah, give us a call, bud. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode, number 10. Number 10. Amazing. We really and, do uh, have so much wonderful things planned for for the next 10 and, and perhaps even 10 more after that. And really, thank you so much, those who have stuck with us, for listening, for being a part of the, the, chum, the chum community. The chum tank. The chum tank. Thank you for being a part of the chum tank. Thanks for being a chum. All right. Thank you for being a chum. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody.